Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and this is the Rick Tittle Podcast on the 8Side Network. Join me as I get busy with the biggest names in sports and entertainment. Uh, Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. And uh, speaking of comedians, Jared Freed is at Cobb's Comedy Club just down the street there on uh, Columbus, and uh, he's been in town. He's got two shows tonight, a couple tomorrow. Uh, as well. You want to make sure you get down there. J-Train, good to have you back on the show, my man. And it's interesting because in San Francisco, as you know, we have the punchline, the, the classic theater with the low ceiling and the, the crowd all around you. And it's much smaller. And then Cobbs, you have like a, you know, a loft and it's a huge room because it's a former concert venue. So as a comedian, the intimate setting versus more the the big theater setting, does that uh, get into your head or do you just do your set? You know, great to be back with you, Rick. I always like talking to you. Um, I'm excited to be here. I, I got to say, I like to sing, dance, and dust. I like to, I like to perform. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the big place because I want to fill it. Um, just like, because I like, you know, act outs and being an animal on stage. So Sometimes those smaller places I feel boxed in and I don't feel myself. So I think I feel more myself in the bigger space. But, you know, Punchline is like, you know, the classic, as you said, but also like iconic, like everyone around the country knows that place. And Cobbs, like now, like, I just think it's cool, like, to fill up Cobbs. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we got big shows and big crowds. Like, I love that, you know? Yeah. that Well, that's where they they put the person who they think is going to sell the most tickets. So it's cool to get... Cobbs, but you know it's interesting you say that because I was there, I guess three weeks ago, and I saw David Tell, and as usual, he destroyed, but he never got off the stool, so he wasn't exploring the stage. You like to move around. I like to move around, but I mean, Dave is so good. I mean, like I'm, I'm sure, and you know, Dave, that it's also like that's his act is that. You know, like you look at Paul. I, I someone I always talk about is like Paul Mooney would do act outs with his face. <laughs> like if you watch a Paul Mooney clip, right. like he's, you know, he's animated with his face. He doesn't have to get off the stool. You know, like, you know, Dave is, 
it, it would be weird to watch him walk around. But I, I you know, I, when I'm at the cellar in New York, him, I go on stage with him all the time, and there's nobody better in the entire world. I always feel like I'm 10 minutes behind the joke he's telling. Yeah, I was at the cellar in December again, and I was kind of hoping he'd bomb in. He did. I was there about three years ago, and he did a bomb in. I just always expect, whether it's there or the Fat Black or the, the VU, that he's just going to walk. I feel like he lives across the street. <laughs> he's, he's always, he, he lives in the floorboards. He's, <laughs> he's just underneath waiting. If you go to a late-night show, you'll catch him. You yeah. just wake late-night during the week, and there's nothing better than just watching Dave kind of like go around the room and, and, and just, you know, go from person to person, ask him questions and have it. He has a joke for every subject. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got to put down. But we're talking about the J train. So take me through the grind. You're going to do shows tonight and tomorrow. You'll mm-hmm. sleep in. So you get up on Sunday and do you fly to Pittsburgh or do you go home for a couple days? You know, I'm actually, I'm in the suburbs right now with friends of mine from college. So I'm, I'm staying, I came a day early and I think I'm going to stay a day late because mm. I just, I love it out here so much. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I feel at home. So I come here and I may, you know, I'm, I'm the house guest and I'm uncle Jared and they got three kids and I just bother them and I'm the fourth kid, which is fun. <laughs> So you won't, because uh, I always hear, you know, you get home and you got Monday, Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, and then it's back to LaGuardia or JFK again, right? Yeah, I, I you know, I, I like it. I like that kind of like, like, so I'll go back on Monday. On Monday, I scream at The Bachelor. So that's like my night off kind of, but that's a work night in a different way. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, I'll hang out in New York. I'll do some sets. And then it's back on Thursday. But like, you know, for me... It's it's all still fresh. Like I'm sure I'll get tired of it. I'm sure I'll. But like I like going to Pittsburgh. As I, I, literally nobody ever has ever said in the entire world. Like I don't mind. <laughs> the other thing is too. No one, and we've talked about this before. No one crushes merch like you. So you don't. You don't. <laughs> You're obsessed with my merch. You're the only one that's ever mentioned my merch to me. There are people. Literally nobody buys my crap, and every time I go on the radio with you, you bring up the merch. I'm like, I didn't even know people knew this. I mean, the last we're now selling, and I I'm selling I'm the board lord. I, I yell at charcuterie in my free yeah, time. The board lord, and I, I'm the board lord. So I'm trying to sell. I thought in my mind, I was like, okay, people love my videos of me yelling at charcuterie boards. Wouldn't they want to get a charcuterie board that says board lord on it? I was like, you know, we can be the badass version of charcuterie, and one person has bought. It. I, I was like, I was like, I was like, we'll, I go, we'll start with fifty, and I was like, and then when we run out of that, we'll get a pallet of them. One person has bought a board lord charcuterie board, and because and and, and you know, I, and what happens is, as a comedian, they're like, you should sell merch. Everyone tells you to sell merch, and then. And then you're in a different business than you even know. I, you know, everyone, it, it is the weirdest thing in the world that if you become any uh, ounce of successful in anything, people are like, well, you got to do this other thing you never do in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Well, does, <laughs> does it hurt that it's 50 bucks? What's that? Does it hurt that the board is 50 bucks? Like maybe if it was like 20, you would move them like hotcakes. Rick and Rick, how, what do you think? I price them for no reason. They cost money to make. Rick, 
Yeah, if, if gas was 10 cents a gallon, it'd be great. You should lower it to 10 cents. Rick, there's, there's costs here. So those well, didn't... Yeah, take one economics class. I, you know, I was an econ major in college. Like, these, you know, they, they're like, you know, if, if the board costs $20... Oh, okay, good. Then I would lose $10 a board. I can't wait. That's you're a good point. Wait, so you're telling me, <laughs> and I remember I did not take this econ, is, in, econ in college. You're telling me that this Rick. thing didn't just come from Laos and you got like 10 a penny? <laughs> yeah, this, this, isn't, this isn't like a, a, a beer koozie. <laughs> this is, this is, Do you know who the one free. person was? Was it a relative? I mean, yeah, it was my mom. She, she's the only one. She's the only one. And right. it's like, I, I I just need someone to buy. I need 49 people to just want. And here's the problem, though. In the charcuterie, charcuterie is an upscale item. So no one wants, you know, if you're at a nice party, I can understand where someone's like, what, what's Board Lord? And then they're like, yeah, it's just some chubby dude in New York who yells at charcuterie. Like, it's not really a great story now that I think about it. All right. Well, I can tell you right now, if one of these moves in the next three days, you can thank your I'll old. I'll split it. You can, <laughs> I don't want money. You can just want you to say thanks, Rick, for bringing it up. Rick, I'll give you ten bucks. And we'll, <laughs> well, that's your whole overhead. You're in. Right you're there. now. You've now become an investor in my, you know, charcuterie board empire. All right. Well, what does go like hotcakes? Like the beach by noon tie dye? Like what? What is the thing that that really moves? Here's the one thing I've ever sold merch-wise, is I, I yelled at The Bachelor, and there was this one guy who went to Harvard who, his name's Bennett, he looks like he went to Harvard. Like, he has the face of a guy who closed down an orphanage on a ski mountain. Like, <laughs> to, like to, you know, like he has the look of a, of a Harvard graduate. So the whole season, I, anytime he'd come on screen, I would give him this voice of like, Mumsy. Well, Mumsy says that we have to go to church today. You know, I would do that voice. Right. So I created a shirt that says Mumsy in the lettering of Harvard. And mm. people bought that like crazy. But then it's like, you know, and then you go, okay, what's the next idea? And now you're sitting here just trying to think of ideas for shirts when I have to be in San Francisco and I got to do an hour on stage and I got to make sure people as much have as much fun for me as they did for David Tell. Like, you know, where's time spent at that point? The other thing that you really crush, of course, is the J Train podcast coming up on 700 episodes. And um, I mean, did you you got in real early and how has that paid off? Um, you know, the, I, I the podcast is just um, it's a it's the most into, you know, people mm -hmm. listen to you. You know, if people listen to you they you're inside someone's head like i think you know the audio art form is the most intimate of them all mm -hmm. you 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 take radio you take podcasts with you during your loneliest moments whether you're you know on a train on a plane in the car on the commute or you're falling asleep at night it's when people listen to a podcast it's to, to take their hands off of the steering wheel of their brain to give themselves a break from their own thoughts and anxieties so it is um, it is an amazing relationship that I have with the audience because they write in and they send their emails asking for advice and we talk about it in a judgment-free way. And it's really cool when they come to shows and they're like, oh, you know, you said 700 episodes. There's people that have been listening. They're like, I've been listening since high school. I've been listening since college. I've been listening. You know, you've been with me every day on this trip and on that commute. So it's really cool. 
It's great stuff. Right now, the episode, which uh, just dropped yesterday with uh, Ian Lara, who's hilarious on Sunday, Christina Hutchinson. By the way, knowing Christina, did she try to kick you in the nuts? <laughs> Good thing we were over Zoom, oh. so I didn't get any nut kicking. <laughs> All right. Everybody check out the J-Train podcast. The, of course, the board lord. But more importantly, if you're uh, within the sound of my voice here in NorCal, make sure to get to Cobbs, two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow, and check out the hilarious Jared Freed. Jared. Rick, you going to come? I want you to come to the show. I wanted you to come into the studio, baby. I know. I don't know why we did this over the phone. I wanted. I, I thought we were going to do, you got to come to the show. I, I, I will, but I thought maybe you thought I, I was uh, Omicron or something. No, I, I, I was just out. <laughs> Listen, right. I'm out here licking people. I'm All right, well, you're I'm you're okay. out there in the suburb. Hey, Jared, thanks for coming on, man, and uh, have a great time Thank in town. You. We'll talk soon. All right, cool. You're listening to the Rick Tittle Podcast on the Eight Side Network. Stay tuned for more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. At UC San Diego, we understand that in order to turn the vast unknown into new cures or human connections or expansive culture, you have to be willing to venture further out. That's why we'll go as far as the International Space Station with cancer cells in hand and novel medicines in mind. That's why we map the seemingly randomness of forest fires and connect them with revolutionary AI to see where they'll appear next. And it's why we arrive on the San Diego shore from all over the world. To bring different perspectives to our world's biggest challenges. When you push the boundaries of science, art, and culture, whole worlds open up. And at UC San Diego, that's where the real adventure starts. Learn more at ucsd.edu. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. 
Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. And, uh, you know, we love the comedians uh, when we get them on the... uh Get them on the air, and uh, we have the headliner at Cobb's coming up this weekend right here in North Beach down there on Columbus. It is the hilarious Jeremiah Watkins. Jeremiah, welcome to the uh, show. And I was just talking about in the last segment about how three guys who have been on my show many times, Sam Murill, Mark Norman, Joe List, they all decided, even with all their credits and their Comedy Central and Netflix specials, when no one wanted their new special... They shot it themselves, they put it on YouTube, and they got a lot of eyeballs on it. They were able to monetize it as well. And that's something that you did as well, didn't you? Yeah, I, I did um, a little bit of a unique combination. Uh, and, uh, mine was on Amazon Prime uh, for like uh, six to nine months, and then uh, I put it on YouTube after that. So I was able to do a little bit of uh, the best of both worlds. Yeah. Well, I stand corrected. You started on Amazon. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Now, also correct me if I'm wrong. When I'm watching Roast Battle, are you in the are you the guy in the wave, the crazy guy? I'm I'm the white crazy guy. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> um, it's funny because I went to I was there in December and I went to a roast battle, but it was at it was at the Midtown New York Comedy Club. It wasn't as good. I don't like it when people are reading their roasts off their phone. Can't you memorize four put-downs? You would think, uh, for whatever reason, uh, uh, comedians consistently tend to do that from time to time. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. So when you're in the wave, how often do you got to take your shirt off and do something gross, like basically ten times a show? I mean, in the height of when we were really doing it, uh, kind of anything went. So, I mean, we did some pretty gnarly stuff. Uh, yeah, nothing was nothing was too outrageous for the show, but there's definitely stuff that we uh, were banned from doing on Comedy Central. Did you have any haters? Like, no more wave. Oh, of course! It's one of the. It's probably <laughs> one of the most divisive projects I've ever been in uh, in my career. Like the. Everybody who saw the show live loved us, um, but people who saw us on TV really hated us or loved us. So it was very divisive. But I, that's kind of how I like my comedy to be. So I, I'd rather somebody have a strong feeling than just be apathetic about it. So I was kind of like, all right, well, we're doing something. Speaking of Appa, Judd Apatow loves you. Uh, I know that Jeff Ross likes you guys were there any like judges slash comedians who were like can you guys just sit down and let these people roast no not really uh honestly the comedians um who watched the show uh who were the judges and stuff uh the way was usually one of their favorite parts of the show if not their favorite part of the show because they're always looking to see what antics we we're going to bring to the table each show now, I'd be remiss not to give them credit. Your two partners in crime, what are their names? Jamar Neighbors and Willie Hunter, both very hilarious uh, comedians and uh, and writers as well. So how did that all start? I mean, whose idea was it? To, I know I'm really concentrating on the wave right now, but who's, whose idea was it to, like, hey, in between the banter, let's goof off? Um, Jamar Neighbors is really, uh, like, the original... Uh, creator of the wave he um as we all are uh we're we're big fans of deaf comedy jam and that era of comedy and uh at first it literally was a 
was a corner full of dudes who were just like kind of dance and goof off between the roast to kind of soften the punch or to heighten uh, and be the joke, kind of like be the audiences or the jokes hype man for uh, for when I would hit. So, you know, this kind of started to go like, oh, like kind of go crazy in the corner. And then um, as it evolved, um, they asked, uh, if I wanted to, to fill in one night and we all just gelled really well. And, uh, as it kind of narrowed down to the three of us, uh, me, Jamar and Willie, that's when we started bringing in props and became more of like uh, little vignettes and scenes that we started kind of painting and, uh, kind of became more of a dialed in thing. All right. Last question on the wave. What was your favorite thing you did that Every time you think of it, it still makes you laugh. And what was one thing you did where you felt later that was humiliating and I wish it wasn't filmed? Uh, I don't have any that I regret uh, that we filmed. We, uh, I'm happy with that we put it out there a thousand percent. Um, one of them that makes me laugh really hard is just so silly. We did a reenactment of uh, The Little Mermaid where I had a really bad uh, red ratty wig and I had a green picnic blanket that I put around my waist uh, while I had little clams on my nipples and uh, Jamar and Willie blew bubbles at me like I was under the sea all in six seconds. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's pretty amazing now. You're headlining Cobbs. That's the big room here in town and you're at the store and some of these other great places. What, how long was the road? Because as we know, you don't just show up and get these great spots. So I've been doing stand-up for over 12 years now, and uh, I started going to the comedy store back in uh, the summer of 2011, and it took me about four or five years to become uh, a paid regular at the comedy store. And in the grand scheme of things, that's actually faster than a lot of people's path, Uh, but I was very, very diligent and um, would go there every night to hang out and kind of like watch and learn from the other comics and see how they would attack those rooms and, and when the crowds were really rough late night and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, I've been at it for a while and I've just, uh, I'm, I'm known as a very hard worker in the scene and I, I, I put, uh, myself fully into everything I do and commit a thousand percent. So yeah, I'm super grateful that I get to do rooms like, uh, cobs and stuff now and, uh, and the, the road kind of, uh, keeps expanding for me. A couple more questions for Jeremiah Watkins. As he mentioned, Cobb's Comedy Club, Friday and Saturday. Um, tell the people out there about you and uh, Stevie Weeby, the Scissor Brothers. Oh, my goodness. Uh, if you uh, are into um, – people have attributed us. Uh, we're the podcast crossover of like a jackass meets Sesame Street. Uh, we do stunts and different challenges every week on our podcast on YouTube. And, uh, we do pretty ridiculous things. We, we, uh, create original music, uh, and we actually have our debut album coming out on, uh, Friday, April 1st. Um, it'll be on all digital platforms and it's the best of Scissor Bros volume one. Uh, and it's all songs that we, uh, created on the podcast and they've been, uh, digitally remastered and we're releasing them, um, digital. And then, uh, we're going to do, uh, a limited release on, uh, vinyl eventually so yeah this is a fun kind of a variety show podcast so you've got a little bit of everything dancing music characters challenges uh gross out stuff silly stuff yeah it's, it runs the gamut 
Very cool. You have, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess you've been told this before, but you have a look where it's like, wait, I know that guy. Do you get people saying, wait, aren't you, do you get somebody who's like, you're like, no, I'm not that guy. Who do you get? Well, um, people say I, right now, the most recent one I've been getting is I look that I look like, uh, Tom Holland got like stung by a bee or something like that. Um, that's the most recent one just since Spider-Man is so active right now. And then basically uh, I, I get that I look like pretty much every derpy roommate that somebody's ever had in college or a friend from their past uh, that basically looks like a goofy, lanky white guy. They're like, I swear you look like my friend. And then they show me a picture and it's always the most unattractive man you've ever seen in your life. So I always feel really good after people tell me, you look just like my friend. I'm like, please don't show me the picture. I, I need some self-esteem for the shows later tonight. Wow. <laughs> Did you use the word derpy? Yep. I've not heard that one. That's pretty good. <laughs> you know exactly what I mean. I know. Derpy, don't you? Isn't yep. that weird? Yeah. Um, so when you were at the store, did you have to work? Because every time I go in there, I know the people who are working the door, they're trying to get their, their two minutes, and it's usually when everyone's talking and whatever. You really got to gotta work hard. So were you there when Mitzi was still there, or you were there when, um, when Adam came in and started booking? So uh, before Adam was a talent coordinator named Tommy, um, and Mitzi was already gone by the time that he was there. And uh, I... Fortunately, I met Mitzi once uh, before she passed mm -hmm. and uh, just got to literally just say hi, uh, but she was on the decline um, at that point in her life. Uh, but I, yeah, I was under one talent coordinator, then um, he got let go, and then Adam came in, and that's kind of when the renaissance kind of started happening at the comedy store. And he made me a paid regular after a showcase for him. Um, I got it on my third time with uh, with him, so yeah. No, it's good stuff. I always love, and of course times have changed, but Jeff Altman's story about he just walked up to her in 1979 or whatever it was and said, I can do some voices. She goes, go ahead, I'll give you 10 minutes. <laughs> the good old days, huh? Oh, yeah, way less competition back then. All right, um, so um, the new special, the tours, the merch, uh, anything else you got in the uh, the pipeline we should know about? Uh, I've got a great show called Stand Up on the Spot, um, which I do every second Tuesday of the month at the World Famous Comedy Store. It's uh, comedians going up with no prepared material and asking the audience for suggestions. And then you create Stand Up on the Spot uh, based off of um, what they yell out. And uh, I've got a special dropping on YouTube uh, that will be for free on March 21st on my page at youtube.com slash Jeremiah Watkins. So if you want um, uh, a gr another great free comedy special, um, we filmed it in Houston and uh, features my buddies uh, C.J. Landry, Derek Post, Avery Moore, and uh, William Montgomery as well as myself. So it's a good time. Good stuff. As I mentioned, Jeremiah Watkins. Go to jeremiahwatkins.com. After he leaves Cobbs this weekend, he'll be heading to the Go Bananas Club. That's in Cincinnati. Uh, he'll be back here in San Jose April 6th. Uh, the Scissor Brothers are going to be doing their live podcast at the Improv. Jeremiah, thanks for coming on. If you ever get a chance to come in the uh, studio here, we'd love to have you. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. This has been the Rick Tittle Podcast on the 8Side Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway.